Hello and welcome to the second episode of The Rewatch. As always, you are here with Julia and Michelle and you're listening to FFC Radio and the Sound of Brooklyn Heights. We have some great things in store for you today. Yes, we do. On our last podcast, we dived into two famous TV shows, Dead to Me and Squid Game. And today we will be discussing one of the most popular shows to be released on HBO Max, Euphoria. We will go through the motions of digging deeper into the show and its meaning. We will also talk about our favorite moments from the season one and two. To help us out with that, we have a special guest. Uh, her name is Danielle Kasler, who is a senior here at, at St. Francis College. We will be asking her some questions later on today. To start off, for those who don't know, don't know what Euphoria is and haven't watched it, this series follows Rue Bennett Zendaya, a recovering teenager drug addict who struggles to find her place in the world and follows a group of high school students through their experience, identity, trauma, drug, self-harm, family, friendship, love, and etc. Um, so season one, uh, in season one of Euphoria, we get to know the stories of each character of the show. Um, Rue, Lexi, Cassie, Kat, Fez, Nate, and Maddie. Um, and the whole show is kind of narrated by Rue herself. Um, so Rue struggles with terrible drug addiction due to the death of her father. In this season, we get the insights of the toxic relationship between Nate and Maddie and the effects it has on all of their friends. Um, we also get a closer look at the relationship that Nate has had with his dad, and we see the effects um, of all the lies and toxic things that went on in that relationship and why he the, he's the person he is. Um, the season ends with Jules getting into a train alone uh, after Rue decides not to join um, her and escape um, the state that she was in. Uh, there are so many shockers in this season, but I think one of the biggest ones for me was finding out that uh, Nate was Tyler, uh, the person who was texting Jules um, and flirting with her to the point where she thought she was in love. The problem with Nate um, doing this, uh, not only to spite Jules and get back at her, when she found out that Jules, you know, um, had intimate relations with her father, uh, there was nudity sent from both ends. Um, only Nate in this case, um, or Tyler, did not send his, but Jules sent her images. So this leads up to Jules being blackmailed by Nate throughout the whole season. And I don't know. So what did you think about this season? Um, I thought the season was pretty shocking. I feel like like every every episode had like a shock value. Like everything was like new. Like you had brand new things. Like nothing was like repetitive, which is what I liked about the season. What about you? For me, um, so I didn't watch it when it first came out. It took me. It took a lot of convincing for me to watch it. Uh, just because it's like you know uh, the show it is. Um. <laughs> But I finally watched it, and I ended up loving it. I think every season I was just, not every season, every episode, I was just like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? <laughs> like, I really had no idea. Like, I was on my feet the whole time. So I thought that was really, really cool. And I think um, we'll dive into season two later, but season two was even more like that for me. Yeah. I f um, so a question I have for you is, do you think Nate did this to protect his family, as in blackmailing Jules, or did he just protect it to do uh, protect his image? So, um, I think he did it to protect his father because throughout season one, like, you can just see the kind of 
influence that his father had on him, uh, you know, with all the anger issues and everything. Um, but to me, uh, it's just like he felt like he had to protect him and, you know, protect his family, like, because they didn't, he didn't want anything getting out or to for his family to be looked at differently. Um, but I don't think he really cared about what he looked like because he would just lash out and do these crazy things and people wouldn't understand. Yeah, I feel like uh, it was very confusing at first because you, you saw, like, he wanted to protect his... I saw that he wanted to protect his family in that moment. But, like, as you get into the season, you see, like, he has so much anger to his, to his father. So it makes you rethink it. Like, uh, did he really do this to protect his father or to protect his image? Because he ended up taking over his father's business at the end of season two. Yes, you're right. And then at the end of season two, it was just kind of like he gave up on him. Like, he was like, I'm tired of this. I don't want to <laughs> yeah. do it anymore. Um, so my next question, um, is do you think throughout the time Nate was texting Jules that he might have fallen in love with her? I feel like he did, um, develop feelings because like this was like an everyday thing in, in that season. So like they were texting day and night and like sometimes they would even like stay up. I remember they had like, um, the night scenes. And they even, like, sent, like, to a point where they sent, like, uh, nudity to each other. So I feel like he did end up catching feelings. I would agree with that. I think, like, I didn't really know um, for sure in season one. I feel like everything that you're questioning in season one was explained in season two. Yeah. Like, not entirely, but, like, some things. So, like, in season two, there's, like, a, a clip um, in one of the la one of the last episodes, and it's Jules. Like, in the mirror, you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just like, why is she there? Like, I thought it was just Cassie and Maddie, but then, like, Jules was there, so it makes you think that he actually might have had something for Jules. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that season, uh, that thing. It was a pretty shocker. Um, so why do you think Rue didn't tell her best friend, um, Rue, at the moment, that n what Nate had done to her? Um, at first, I don't think she knew that nate um that nate's father was nate's father you know like when she went to go meet up with him and then like oh, yeah. later on like when they're at the carnival she's like oh my god that's the guy blah blah blah, blah. yeah um i think um in terms of like him blackmailing her i think maybe she just didn't tell rue because maybe rue was already going through a lot yeah probably and she's like oh this is gonna make her go crazy and she's already crazy so i don't know in my head that like that's how i see it but i don't know what do you think i feel like she was just scared she was scared of nate she was yeah. scared of his family because rue did tell her like who do you know who that is like in the carnival and it's like the guy that owns like most of the buildings and it's like the richest man in that in the neighborhood so it's like she was like scared to go up to that family and like to break it up or to do anything to say anything about them because she wouldn't be like nobody would leave her basically. Yeah. Um, um, so, OK, so next question. Why do you think Maddie uh, did not tell anyone that Nate was the one um, who put his hands on her? Well, I feel like uh, I think Maddie was actually liked the relationship that she was in like in her eyes that was love like because she grew up in a household where her fa uh, her dad was like a alcoholic he didn't speak or anything to her like on his her mom was just there to serve um her father 
And I remember like she had a scene where she was like, "That's not even love what you and um um you and my father has." Right. So I feel like she was growing up in like such a toxic beha- um like behavior in a relationship. So that just doesn't she doesn't know what real love looks like so i think she just went along with it and like didn't say anything to protect him yeah i completely agree um i don't think she knows what real love looks like because of her home conditions with her parents so to her it was just like oh i have to save whatever this is yeah because she didn't have anything else yeah even her mom was like uh that's not love maddie like when she was talking to the principal and like she was like well I mean, it is to me, basically. Yeah, I mean, I guess her parents could say the same thing. Like, you know, Maddie says, you know, their relationship isn't love, but, like, her mom could turn around and be like, well, it is to me. <laughs> yeah. So what was your opinion on Nate ratting out um, Maddie about her drug u- drug use in the carnival when she didn't say anything about him, like, putting hands on her? Um, I actually forgot that happened. <laughs> so, okay, now that you're mentioning it, I kind of remember. So I remember... Her and Cassie um, buying drugs from the food truck from yeah. Ashtray. Um, and then they took them. Who did he rat her out to? Uh, to the police when they were investigating him. Like saying, because they took him in custody and they were asking him, like, where was he and blah, blah, blah. And then he was trying to say, like, she was lying because she was she in was drugs. She was on drugs. Yeah. Oh, I'm okay. So I remember that. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think that... Um, even though he did rat her out, I think it worked because she didn't want him to get in trouble. Yeah. So him saying she was on drugs is like, oh, she didn't know what she was talking about. And I think she was okay with that because she didn't want the police to know. Um, like, she wanted to cover it up. So in a way, like, I feel like she was like, okay, use this to cover yourself up without it saying it. Yeah. I feel like it actually shows like uh, Nate's manipulation, manipulation, manipulation. <laughs> yeah, in the in the relationship, like he he knows. I mean, he knows how to manipulate people, and like he knows that if he tells on Maddie, well, Maddie would never find out that he told on her, and like, but he would use that at at his advantage because then after that he started blackmailing another another kid. Remember? Tyler? Oh yes, yes, you're right. Wow. Okay. So, um, okay. So now let's talk about Kat. What do you think about her personality change throughout season one? I feel like Kat, um, tried to find herself in the person, like her outfit changes, her haircuts, uh, trying to find a, a love in so many men. And I feel like she wanted to find herself into her group. Cause I feel like she was just like the outcast of the group. Cause it was always Lexi. I mean, no. It was Maddie and Cassie, best friends, and then it was just her and Lexi, who was Cassie's sister. So I feel like she just felt, like, out and didn't want to be living in other people's shoes. So she wanted to, like, do things for herself. I feel like she felt like the underdog and felt like she needed to compensate. Like, she changed her whole personality, but, like, to me, like, even in season two, like, to me, she just looked like one of them. Like, at least in the beginning of season one, she had, like, her own personality and, like, these things about her that were, like, different than, you know, characters like Maddie and Cassie. But, you know, throughout season one, I think she started to adapt to their ways and thought she was, like, she wasn't, she, I feel like she felt she wasn't worthy because she wasn't doing the things that they were doing and she wasn't doing this and she wasn't doing that. So she started doing all these things and changing her personality and and her true self that I think in season two, she actually starts to lose that 
because you know she doesn't realize that she wants to be with what's his name um i think it's ethan ethan yeah, yeah. and like i feel like se- the beginning of season one cat would have been with ethan yeah like but now like she thinks she's all that yeah. so now she doesn't want to be with ethan yeah she has a whole change of which i mean for her she ended up like being single and like uh i don't know they just talk about that the other time yeah <laughs> but um do you feel bad for uh tyler clarkson who was who took the blame for nate for uh, um being accused of assaulting maddie in the pool because maddie did lie about that but nate just went along with it i mean yeah like um that's someone's life you know like he obviously like we know that that's not what happened because we we saw what happened in season yeah. one but I just think, like, to be able to throw someone under the bus like that for such a serious charge and ruin their life is insane because, like, they they were just thinking about themselves. They weren't thinking about what it would do to that guy who was innocent. Like, they lied, and, you know, that really affected him. And then Nate went to go threaten him, did he not? Yeah. And it was just, like, yeah, I, like, I feel bad for him. Like, he shouldn't have to deal with that. But when you're dealing with nate and maddie then you know it's a whole situation yeah i feel like he didn't choose to be in a situation but he like maddie went for him out of the spite to like get back at nate yeah for being with another girl which makes no sense like why would you get mad at maddie when you were like making out with another girl in that same party but and then after that you like tell the guy like he assaulted the girl when she was like the one that told him to take his clothes off and get in the pool yeah like she she instigated it so it was just like and now you're making it seem like he assaulted you so it's just like she spun the whole thing around just so nate wouldn't get in trouble when the whole reason she did it in the first place (laughs) was because of him yeah exactly um what was your okay so why don't you think jules exposed nate um why don't you think jules exposed nate dad his dad in front of his family at the carnival like what do you think went through her head in that moment i feel like uh she just wanted to prove a point to rue um because at the point she was like oh that's the guy that met me in the hotel and stuff and rue didn't believe him rue didn't believe her and like she wanted to go prove a point and say like oh like and then he ended up bringing like really shaky just proved him himself so he he just she proved her point already to rue and I, I think she no longer, like, needed that verification because now Rue knows, like, what happened. Like, she knows the truth without saying any words from him. True. I feel like to just go up to the car, like, to go up to him at the carnival and say something and start something like that, just create a scene for no reason. I don't, I feel like that's not Jules's vibe. Yeah. Like, everyone else in the show, obviously. But, like, I feel like <laughs> Jules isn't like that. Um, I think she likes to keep to herself, so... You know, I think as long as she knew and as long as her best friend knew, then, like, that was enough for her. Yeah. In this season, uh, we got, uh, like, a scenes about McKay and Cassie who were dating at the time. So why do you think uh, McKay denied Cassie in front of Nate's family in the carnival when they were all lovey-dovey behind the scenes but no one's been looking at them? I feel like uh, McKay th- feels like he needs to put on this act in front of you know, the public to show, like, he's some, like, tough guy and, like, he's not lovey-dovey and, like... And I think that actually, like, affected um, Cassie. Like, I think she yeah. became more cruel because of it and, like, um, he just, like, wasn't showing her any attention. Like, he purposefully did that to, to prove something to, like, you know, the 
rest of his peers and like show like oh like i'm this tough guy i'm not like this yeah so i just think like yeah he can be lovey with her behind scenes like because no one's there watching but like once you have the attention of like the public eye like he started feeling like oh people are gonna start saying things about me or something yeah i feel like everything was going well until like he introduced her to nate which which is um I think why he denied her was because there was a scene in the beginning of the like I think it was episode episode one where like they were making fun of um, McKay because he was friends with Cassie not know and not knowing that she had like a sex tape out. Yeah, like they were like um, scrutinizing her for like being uh, this person that was like you know sleeping around or yeah. whatever. But like I don't did uh, do we even know if that was actually true or no? No one no it doesn't it was show never, her face. Like, verified. Yeah. No. So, like, they probably made it up based yeah. on the other thing. And, like, they made her out. They put her under this image that wasn't even true. And then, so it makes no sense. Like, wouldn't McKay want to be seen with her if that's yeah. what he's talking about? Or maybe he was embarrassed because he feels like, why am I with this girl? Yeah. Who's essentially yeah, but it's with like, all these other people. It's so, like, uh, like. I don't know how to say it, but like he he know he knew who Cassie was because of the video, but he then he still went on to like pursue the relationship instead of like being okay. You know what? I'm not gonna do this because everybody knows my girl as being like you know controversial. Yeah. So and but you still ended up like making her feel loved and actually taking her to your campus to end up like saying that oh well we're just friends in front of your yeah like I feel like he deep down he didn't believe it. But then, like, he knows everyone else did. Yeah. So it's like, how do I, like, tell them it's not true? Like, yeah, exactly. like they're not going to believe me. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was, like, that type of situation. Um. So season two. When did season two come out? I the, don't know. <laughs> uh, like, recently, but I don't. Rem- I can't remember what month it was. Um, I but feel like season two was the re- the reason why everybody watched. Like, yeah, because it was so popular on TikTok. Like even though people didn't watch season one, like they w- <laughs> they watched the whole thing because everyone was going crazy about season two. Do you want to uh, summarize season? Yeah, two? sure. Um, so season two was filled with a bunch of surprises. Um, I don't think any of us thought that we would see Cassie and Nate together, and the drama it created with Maddie was just like insane to watch. Um, Cassie hid her whole relationship with Nate from Maddie, her best friend, and, you know, she's basically dating her ex, uh, her best friend's ex, and, you know, all hell breaks loose, like you would think so. So, um, also during this season, Rue relapses, um, you know, we see him previously in season one that Jules leaves her and that really messes up, um, Rue, and she starts to go, ha- go through these ups and downs of withdrawal, um, and we see how it affects her mom and her sister. It destroys them. Uh, so much stuff happens in season two. We also see uh, the struggles of Fez and his brother Ashtray after they have to cover up the murder of a drug dealer um, from season one. So Ashtray actually um, killed the drug dealer in season one. Um, so ever since then, it's just been like this whole cover-up scheme and like, Ashtray doesn't even help. Like, he just <laughs> he just keeps going off the rails and, like, um, is killing people, like, without even a hesitation. Like, it's just like, oh, this is what I have to do. This is how I protect my brother. Yeah. And it's insane to me that, like, the younger brother feels like he has to protect 
the older brother, but I see it because Fez is, like, such this, he's a calm dude. Like, he's not, like, one to, like, freak out. Like, yes, he puts on his tough guy act because, you know, he's in the drug business, but, like, his brother is the one who's really, like, yo, yeah. I'll I'll literally kill you. Like, um, he's, he doesn't take anything from anybody. And, like, if he sees his, that someone's threatening his brother, he will not hesitate. Yeah. I feel like uh, Ashley was, like, a real one in this uh, season. Like, he is very hot-headed, if that makes sense. Like, every everything he did was, like, a defense mode. Like, you can't wait to, like, you can't wait and like think about stuff like fez does like he just goes all out and just kills a guy like kill kill yeah. like two people and and throughout this whole um show and then he ends up beating um nate's dad for staring at him in front of the in front of his house so he ended up taking him inside and it's like he puts up a, a tough act and i think he did a good job like playing it like the character itself uh, Astrid? Yeah. Yeah, like, I think it was insane. And then after the fact, like, we learned that he's literally 15 years old. Yeah. Um, I think he, like, does boxing in real life. Uh, but I just thought, like, his character is insane. And he's a really good actor for, like, um, a young, like, a young yeah. guy. Um, but, like, we also, like, he doesn't, also does not say anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. he has no lines, but you could just see through, like, his facial expressions, like, what's going through his mind. Like, he doesn't have to say anything. Yeah. You just um, know, you just know, like, who he is by, like, how he dresses and, like, how he acts. Especially, like, it's just, I don't know. For me, the relationship with him and Fez is so cute. Like, yeah. that's a real brother and brotherhood type of relationship. I know. I'm so sad that he's gone. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. he was such a good character, you know, even though he didn't say anything. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. Like, what do you think about Rue and everyone during, like, this season? I feel like uh, Rue, like, kind of pissed me off in this season. Yeah, oh, my God. Because, like, she was, like, being mean to people who actually cared about alert, cared about her. Like, the the fact that, like, he threw the guy's life in his face. The one I was trying to help him. I don't know if you remember the scene where he w- when she had all the drugs in the suitcase and she was trying to run away. Yes. Yeah, like, the fact that he was trying to help her, like, saying, like, what do you have in that bag? And, like, she was, like, leave me alone. Like, take care of your own kids. Because he knows she knows the backstory of him like that he can't see his kids because he was a drug addict basically yeah. and like that was just messed up that just killed my whole vibe I was but like, that was so messed up but i feel like that's what withdrawal does to a person like i don't know like, i've seen it in so many other shows like the way they um perceive someone who's going through a withdrawal uh-huh. like they just uh, are so mean to everyone who like cares or is trying to help them so i think deep down he knows that that she didn't really mean that because he's been through the whole drug addiction yeah. withdrawal situation. So, yes, um, she said something that was really messed up. But in a way, I feel like he's the only one who understands her. Yeah. Yeah. Like anyone else in her family, I don't think would understand. And in this season, we got introduced to new characters, which was um, Elliot. And Elliot, yeah. And uh, uh, what's that girl's name? The one that has like the big, <laughs> the big lips. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What's her name? I think it was... Well, I know her real name is Hunter, but I don't know, like, what's her name on the... I can't remember. (laughs) Um, Yeah, she's, like, buddies with Fez or whatever. Uh, But, like, I'm glad that in the end, though, she didn't um, turn on him. I really thought that's what what was going to happen, and it didn't. I think I I was expecting her to, like, like, because her boyfriend was the one riding, riding out Fez, 
So I thought she was going to be on her boyfriend's side. But, like, as soon as she to- he told her, like, the truth, like, he was working with the police, like, I saw her face re- facial reaction, and I'm like, oh, yeah, she's not She's gonna- turning, yeah. yeah I she- think she actually really cared about Fez and Ashtray because, yeah, like, they took her in, yeah, you know, they, gave they her protected her. Yeah. I was like, whoa, crazy. I know. It was insane. <laughs> um. So shortly, we're going to have a guest call in. Uh, her name is Danielle, and she's going to be uh, calling in to answer a few questions. Very shortly. Very shortly. Did you know that uh, Fez is not really an actor? Like, they got him off the streets of Times Square. No way, really? Yeah, like, uh, he, he actually is the way he is as a character Fez, like, I've in real life. I've seen that. I've seen that on TikTok. Like, this is just, just his personality. Yeah. I wonder how they just found him like that. I mean, I think people just look at your styles and, like... Alpha bag, you're like okay. All right, so we have our guest calling in. Hello. 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 Hi. Hi, Danielle. Hello. Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Hello. Oh, she she got off. Technical difficulties. I think we could just edit this out. Yeah, we could take this out. Are we supposed to press the blue button, maybe? Hello? Danielle? Hello? But it wouldn't be on air if I leave it. Oh. Yeah, then press it. I can't hear. What's the blue thing? Mm, I'm trying to see. Hello? No, it sounds like static. Hello? Can you hear us now? Yeah. See, it wasn't even working in the first place. I don't know what to do. What does the note say? It just says that. It's a call. We're still live. Hopefully no one's listening. (laughs) (laughs) Wait for this thing? We're waiting for a caller. (laughs) Yeah, it just says that. Unless we just call her a speaker like we were originally supposed to do, but... Yeah, let's call... I'm just gonna call her. I'm gonna call her and hold it up to the mic. Hello? Hi, um, we were having some technical difficulties, so I called you. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to do it this way. Yes, I'm going to hold you up to the mic. So, okay, so now we have our guest, Danielle. Danielle, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, um, I am a junior in St. Francis, and I'm studying psychology. And I just recently applied to the BAMA program. That's awesome. Congrats. Well, you don't know me, but my name is Michelle. (laughs) I'm the (laughs) other host of this show. So, um, uh, one question I have for you is: Which character of Euphoria do you feel the mo- you feel res- what do you say? You resonate. You with. resonate with the most, and why? That's a good question. Um, I think all the characters are different, but if I had to pick one that I resonate most with, I would probably pick Lexi. Um, I'm usually the quiet friend who normally just sits back and observes. So I loved how she also tried her hardest to be there for Rue and all her struggles, and I think that's something that we both share. Uh, that's awesome. I could definitely see you, uh, like, resonating with Lexi. 
Uh, what do you think you res? <laughs> who do you resonate with, Michelle? Um, I, I think, I think Lexi too. Honestly, I'm not an outcast like all these people. Like I, I don't speak up like Maddie or Cassie. I just like see and observe people and like look at their lives, and then after <laughs> I just imagine like, jeez. I'm gonna say Fez. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm like Fez because um, I just feel like I'm very low key about things, and like his vibe is just very calm. And yeah. I feel like I I mean sometimes I can be a calm person, but um, <laughs> uh, all right. So question two: In your opinion, what message does this show send to young adults of this generation? Um, I think it definitely. I would say it's not a show for people younger than seventeen. <laughs> Um, which may be a controversial opinion, but the topics and the graphics are something that could be rather scarring to people younger. Yeah, for sure. Um, as far as the message, I think it shows that um, the trials and tribulations one might face in high school, such as the need to fit in, relationship drama, friendship drama, the whole nine yards. Um, I think it does so in an extreme way, though. So I'm not sure how likely it is for some of the events that act to take place in real life. But sure. it's TV, so it's meant to bring you into an alternate universe and escape from reality for a bit. Yeah, I agree. Like, I feel like this show definitely takes things um, like this to an extreme. Not saying that it could never happen in real life, but um, I don't think anyone uh, in this building can say, like, that is the life they're living, like, with that kind of crazy friend group and everything. Yeah. I yeah. mean, in high school, I remember, like, people talking about, like, smoking and doing stuff that they shouldn't be but like never like taking drugs but like i can see like how this can reflect on like real life situations especially like toxic behavior and yeah i believe like people well children should not be watching this show at all no. because there is so many like things that you shouldn't be learning at this age i think like it's more for mature audience basically yeah for sure okay so lastly um what are your hopes for season three um, good question. I hope this doesn't spoil it for anyone, but I'd love to see uh, Jules and Rue find their way back to each other. Um, but if they don't, I'd also be interested to see something happen between Elliot and Rue, because I kind of was getting that vibe in season two. Oh my god, yeah, like, like, but like, what does that tell you about, um, no, yeah, like, what does it tell you about Jules? Because she was also, like, messing with Elliot. Yeah. <laughs> that, uh, that was a big controversial. That's true, too. That was confusing as... That was crazy. That was yeah. really confusing. I was like, what is the dynamic here? Like, is Elliot, like... Does he like Rue? Does he like Jules? Maybe he's just attracted to Jules. Well, I, I mean, I feel like Jules just wanted to... I don't know. This might be something controversial to say, but like I didn't like her as a character at all in this season because I'm like, you're such a backstabbing girl <laughs> friend. Like, you first, uh, you say you, um, you love Rue, and that, but as soon as Rue like starts developing feelings or a crush on Elliot, which she thinks, but Rue never said like she does. Yeah, she was like getting yeah. like, kind of jealous. Like she was like at the point where like, oh, you're kind of jealous, and I don't really like it. Yeah, like she got jealous, but then she like made out with me <laughs> yeah. so i was just confused i don't know like it was just this crazy dynamic to see it and like it kind of died out like when rue started relapsing yeah. so we really don't know what was going on yeah yeah um well thank you danielle for joining us today it was nice having you on the show yes thank course, you very thank much you for having me. of course anytime see you soon bye bye
All right. Okay, so after finishing both the seasons, who was your favorite character and who was your least favorite character? I feel like Fez is always my favorite character. <laughs> um, but, like, taking Fez out of the picture, after finishing the season, my least favorite character was Cassie. Mm. She, like, in season one, I feel like, you know, I didn't mind her. Um, like, in season one, I think I actually resented Maddie. And then this season, I was resenting Cassie because, like, she was just crazy. Like, <laughs> like everything she did was just insane. And I was just like, what kind of person? <laughs> Um, but like, yeah, she has to be my least favorite character this season. And I think my favorites, I'm going to say favorites cause I had a few, um, were Fez, Lexi, Ashtray, um, and I think that's it. Well, I think for my favorite, I would have to say, uh, Fez and Ashtray cause honestly, I, I love like their, their bond together. And um, for my least favorite, I would say, yeah, Cassie, because one, she cried a lot and throughout this whole season. And I would say Jules. Well, oh, and I would yeah, explain why. Jules, yeah. Because she was a backstabber, too. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I can't even say Rue was my least favorite because everything, like, she did in season two, like, like that needed to happen, I feel. Yeah. Like, yeah, she was mean and cruel and whatever, but, like, she was also going through withdrawal and, like, I just don't think she knows how to handle her situation, and I I pray that she gets help. But she looked better that like in the end of season two. Yeah, which is she was a, doing better. Yeah. A question that I have: Do you think Rue remains sober for season three? Um, I feel like if she did, then it would make no sense. <laughs> just because like the whole show revolves around her not being sober, but um, I feel like they will end it. With her being sober, like as, or maybe they won't end it on a happy note. I really have no idea. This could go many ways. <laughs> like she could either like, this is a bit like you know cruel, but like she could like I I could see her like overdosing, again. Um, like not relapsing, but like overdosing, like dying. Yeah. Um, I feel like if they're like staying in this like somber tone of the show, then like, like her dying at the end, like you know, yes, it's like. Oh, Rue, but, like, <laughs> it, it could happen. Like, you never know. Um, but, like, do I think she's going to relapse? Maybe. I feel. I don't know why. I feel like uh, season three, like, hopefully they give us, like, a future look at them, like, as adults. Like, uh, like at the end of the season, maybe this will be their final season. I don't know. I haven't looked up to it. But, like, if they do make this the final season, like, I would like to see, like, what happens to them as adults, like, who is with who and who stays with who like does cassie yeah. stay with nate or does maddie stay with nate or does neither or do, do they do any of them not speak to anybody <laughs> ever again after that um after that catastrophe i mean but i think that um cassie and maddie like they don't well maddie hasn't forgiven her yet but at the end of the season like they were in the bathroom like after like maddie went after her but like uh, he, she was just like giving her a warning, like that's just the beginning, of that and then yeah. Nate's toxicness. But I feel like she, she like accepted it, like she was like, it is what it is. Like I'm not gonna be friends with you, but I'm also not gonna hate you for doing what you did. I feel like she, she does still hate her. I feel like her saying like, like, what did she say? This is just the beginning. Yeah. Like I feel like like that's her saying like, yo, you're getting yourself into a wreck. Yeah. And like she, I don't think she cares anymore if she does, cause she looks at it as like. 
yeah, she's dating my ex-boyfriend, but now, like, she's going to be in this mess. Like, she yeah. did me wrong, but now this is her mess, it's and I'm done karma. with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what was your reaction when you found out, like, when you saw that, that Cassie was getting, like, too close to Nate, or, like, Nate was going after Cassie? Was it the first episode that, that uh, happened? Yeah, I think it was the first episode. Yeah, when I was like... <laughs> I was like, this isn't going to be good. I just gave Michelle a look, if any of you are wondering. But, like, I just knew from the start that this was going to be a disaster. And then she was hiding in the in the bathtub. Yeah, in the bathtub. That scene had me on the edge of my seat. I was like, there's no way she doesn't get caught. And her cell phone <laughs> rang. Her cell phone rang and still nobody even checked. I mean, I think that builds, like, uh, the party scene. Because, like, everybody, like, gets drunk and, like, like, whatever. They end up being in the bathroom or something. Like, you see that scene in everywhere. So, like, Maddie didn't really care to look at the girl that was in the tub, basically. Yeah, I feel like she just thought, oh, there's someone passed out in the tub or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And, and we didn't even get no, no like, uh, closure or, like, anything with that a new character that was shown in that party. The one that was after Maddie. The one. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, nothing ever came up. It was just maybe that one scene. Maybe he was just flirting with her or Yeah, whatever. and then that's, I was like, oh, maybe, you know, this is Maddie's new potential, like, trying yeah. to get back at uh, Nate. But, no, nothing was, like, happening. I think, like, the whole thing was, like... Oh, she, um, her and Nate might get back together, yeah. that whole thing. But, like, that wasn't happening. I feel like we knew that wasn't happening. And then after that, like, once Nate came out of the bathroom after cheating, like, you go out to Maddie and then say, like, oh, we have to talk. It's like, yeah. what do you have to talk about? Like, you're not going to tell her. Like, <laughs> you just told Cassie to be quiet. <laughs> what was your reaction to Ashtray's death scene? I was so sad. I was, I was crying. Like, no. <laughs> this is happening i like, was bawling my eyes out <laughs> i was like no because uh, i don't know if you know but um it was fez who was supposed to be uh like cut out of the season two like he was supposed to die in that <gasps> season that season no way yeah but they ended up being like, i'm changing it the, the day of the set like uh i remember there was an interview and then it was like um ashtray was the one i said like oh it was supposed to be fez but um they ended up picking me which like they made like a good choice because I feel like yeah, there like, should, in season three, there should be, like, a relationship between Fez and Lexi. I want to see that. Like, yeah, he has a future in the season. I feel like Ashtray was just there. Yeah. Like, like yeah, he's protecting his brother, <laughs> but one, he didn't, he had no lines. <laughs> and two, um, like, it just made, it makes more sense, I guess. Yeah. I wonder what's going to happen to, like, the grandma and, like, like the house and all that. Because the grandma's the still... The grandma's still there. Why did I think she was dead? <laughs> no. I, did, I thought she was dead the whole season two. Because didn't they start season two and it was there was an episode dedicated to the grandma? Yeah. Um, that's why I thought she was dead. No. I was like, oh, maybe they're paying like homage <laughs> to like yeah. the grandma or whatever. But no, she was alive in the bed when yeah, they br- when the st- uh, what is? I mean, she's it? like unconscious. Like she's like yeah on deathbed basically, like waiting for her time. But she's still alive. Like yes. <laughs> yeah. It's so not much like, she could do. <laughs> it's like she's just there while like police officers are going into her house and stuff. So, like, what is your opinion on the relationship that Fez and Lexi had growing, like, in this season? I loved it because I feel like they're such, like, calm characters. (laughs) Like, besides the whole play that Lexi put on, like, she's a pretty calm character. Like, she doesn't get into all the stuff that her sister does. Um, I thought it was really nice that her and Fez were forming a relationship because they could be real with each other. I feel like Lexi kind of lost sight of that when her and Rue stopped talking. Yeah. Um, so I really liked it. Like, I hope they continue it. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen to yeah. Fez because, you know, the the, whole the police, police have them. Yeah. 
I mean, I feel like one of my favorite moments of the season was like her and Fez like singing "Send by Me" on the couch. Yeah, it was like it was so, it was cute. so wholesome. <laughs> it was cute. Um. Lastly, to close off our show, what is um? Uh, do you think Elliot is a good friend for telling Jules about Ruzli? I mean, I feel like he had uh, he was doing the right thing, but like you don't say that to like the girl who's like dating rue and then after that you like make out with her no you made out with her first and then after that you say it to her it's like you care for the girl but like you're not saying it for the right like reasons i think i mean yeah yeah i agree like i don't think he was saying it for the right reasons until he realized how bad of a state rue was in like after the fact but like initially he was just like oh like I'm with um, Jules, blah blah blah. Like I like I guess maybe felt a little guilty yeah. for not saying it. Um, but it's just like he said it under the wrong intention. I agree. And it's just like what did, well, what inspired him to yeah. like do that all of a sudden? Because he was doing drugs with Rue. Yeah, but but then uh, there was a scene where he like threw out the drugs. Like he stopped doing it with her. Yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. I feel like uh, he just wanted to, like, he saw how bad she was doing and, like, he just wanted to say something because, like, he he met Rue trying to, like, over like overdosing, basically, like, in the process. Because I remember they were, they were at a the party, party. Yeah, and, like, she, was, she, she already had drugs in her system and then she was injecting herself with something else. And she, he was like, are she you... She almost are you sh- overdosed. Yeah, yeah, she's like, are you sure this is safe? Like, and then he, like, realized that this is not good for Rue. It's not good for her. I think, like, after seeing what she went through, I think he might stop, too. Yeah. Well, that's all we have for today. Thank you guys for joining. Uh, thank you guys for listening. And thank you for uh, to Danielle for being a part of our show. Uh, we hope you enjoy. Um, we'll see you uh, next time. Uh, you can find our our podcast on the website of FFC Radio, uh, FX. F- the Radio FX app, the TuneIn app, and SoundCloud, as well as Apple Music, Shopify, uh, by searching FFC Radio Presents. All right, we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.